This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Well, thank you, Dan the Dad. Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Fighting District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, you know, I got to do a little rave dance during that music. Was, I'm sure you were watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that's always fun. That that, that intro still catches me off guard because it starts off faster and then slows down mm-hmm. and gradually it, speeds it, up the tempo. The, the music on those things, I blame blame Apple. Apple, apples, apples are. They nope. keep doctors away and stuff. No, literally Apple, the multi-billion-dollar, trillion-dollar computer company. I, I used a, a program with theirs. I think you mean Android, the robot company. Nope, I mean Apple, oh. the creators of the iPad that I used to uh, create that their intro, because I used a product on theirs called Clips, and it automatically sizes the music to fit, and. Um, you don't look Apparently. like you need an iPad right now. Did you hurt your eye? I have my iPad right here. Oh. And I am also looking at the uh, filmography of brilliant Hollywood movie director Guard- of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn. James Gunn. Gunn, uh, that's Billy's dad. Um, yes. And Austin's grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. Yes. Anyways, if you are new to this particular program, the rules of this are pretty simple. We're going to take turns challenging the other person to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance, so our answers are made up on the spot because we think it's uh, more challenging, maybe funnier that way. I don't know. You let us know. Um, before we get into the fantasy booking, though, I like to take this time always to mention that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So um, head on down to the doobly-doos, click the link for tatnusco.com, check out the other shows on the network. There's some great shows over there. Uh, let them know we sent you, and then come back for more. We do our live stream recording of the podcast every Sunday night and Tuesday night at 1030 Central. I know it's late. I get it. Uh, it's the only time that really works for our schedules, right? So, um, so yeah, we'd love for you to join us on the live stream, but it's still going to be available on audio or replay. So you can go to our YouTube or our Facebook after the fact and always watch the replays of the live stream, or you can listen to it your normal way through a podcast, just like normal. That's but cool. those are yes. freaks. Live streams are better. Um, uh, as we've said before, and of course, no JLB um, right now. JLB is. I thought he was going to be here tonight. The way he popped in when you sent the stream. Yeah, he. Uh, I think we're close because I think he said like the fifteenth or sixteenth he'd be maybe back, um, possibly. So. Welcome back. JLB. So maybe this weekend. Where we can do uh, WBU and and talk about the continued horrendous booking of the women's Queen's Crown tournament. Um, side note, I'm gonna little, put a little promo out there for a local scout. 
Y'all want to order some popcorn? The PA fits K-Fave <laughs> down here. I have done nothing to help that kid but sell popcorn this time. He'll, he had like $800 worth sold by this time last year. Yep. Take him to work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not buying $800 worth of popcorn. That's not happening. Uh, not unless we sell a couple thousand dollars worth of t shirts at rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. You can head on over there and you could get a shirt like the lovely autograph shirt that's hanging on the wall behind me, or this shirt here, or this design here. Or um, one of these. I mean, technically, you could probably order a plain white shirt. And it's kind of probably more expensive. Just go to well, I mean, store and get some Hanes. You could just scroll down to one that's in white, all white lettering. You could. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we we have. I don't, I don't think we currently have one. No, but but you could you could get yourself a, a Nebraska America's belly button shirt. Whether Ooh. you're connected to Nebraska or not, it is still true. It is still America's belly button, and still very funny. I think your Nebraska is ever so slightly too high. Uh, it is not. You took an actual map and whited everything else out. took an actual map and traced it. I'll admit that I traced it for copyright reasons. I had to. Um, and I took... A, the, Wait, the there was actual... copyrights to the, the map of the United yeah, States? Every map is trademarked. And and they they rigorously enforce them. They put flaws into maps specifically so they can find if someone copied their map. It's this has gone back centuries. Uh, wow. You know, it's a it's a crazy thing with maps. They'll they'll put fake towns on maps. I mean, they, this goes back, like I said, forever since the beginning of maps, right? They'll put fake fake towns or fake rivers on maps because then if they find someone else selling a map that has those fake rivers or fake towns on them, they know that they copied them and they go after them. So, um, but uh, I did the same thing. Like, like that French town in Iowa. I get you. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Fake one. Mm-hmm. Fake one. Yeah. Um, Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> um, but so, so that, that is entirely hand traced. <laughs> um, loosely traced, but relatively accurate to the. Yeah, I mean, people people know what we're looking yeah. at, and then and then that is traced right off of the uh, the location of Nebraska. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to keep in mem- remember we have Kansas, we have Oklahoma. Yeah, don't go to that side, of Oklahoma. There, you got to go to that side, of yeah. Oklahoma. If you go to the other side, you're only like one county away. Mm-hmm. And then Dang. the top of Texas. And Texas is fucking huge. Fucking um, huge. So. It is the second largest territorial state. Mm-hmm. Maybe third. Yeah. It might be smaller than Montana. No, I think I think you're correct. Second, uh, the only one bigger is is uh, Alaska. Alaska. And Alaska is less populous than Texas yes, by a long shot. Yes, significantly less populous. Anyway, before we got into our geography lesson, go to that indie or go to that wrestling show, support indie wrestling. I need a shirt like that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and on a regular basis, we talk about wrestling. Um, I already have 
badging all over my life about asking me about my podcast. So I'm gonna leave that, one. <laughs> that that's that's one of my newest ones because it says ask me about my podcast. Uh, never mind, I'm gonna tell you about it anyways. <laughs> um, that's legit. We did because, that after the Zillow Pro Show. Yes, because uh, almost everyone I talk to, if if they show any interest in wrestling, I say, well, you know, I have a podcast about wrestling. And my wife rolls her eyes. Oh, here he goes. That's funny. So it's a reason to wear a John Cena shirt. Mm-hmm. Really the only one. Yeah. But so. And then I, I tweeted out this shirt today uh, to advise people that they still have enough time to get it before Crown Jewel. Um, <laughs> you know? Oh, that's legit. <laughs> it, it, it still will be there. You can proudly display. I mean, I, I assume we don't have many people flying over to Saudi Arabia to see it, so they'll have to just wear it around in their house. But, yeah, still, it's Can we available. get a version of that where the O is a Cheerio and it says worst cereal of ever? Well, yeah, but it would have to be a shredded wheat. No, it has to be, has to be a Cheerio. Because the survey was won. It's over. Well, the only reason it, it got that one vote from you is because it didn't allow was, me to vote. Oh, you, you're not allowed to vote? Right? Yeah, because I created it. So it would have been a tied vote. <laughs> that worked out wonderfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's do let's do a podcast. Let's do a piss ant podcast. Let's do let us do a podcast about piss the ants. events. Not the events, the fantasy booking for this week. Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the, my game a little different. So if you want to do a fantasy booking, you can, or I can I can start with a game and then we can do a real fantasy. You can go ahead and do whatever you want to do. Okay, so I'm I'm driving to lunch today. I'm rolling down the street, smoking and no sipping, sipping on, on gin and juice. juice. Thank you. I'm proud of you for that right now. <laughs> Lead back. Anyway, so I'm driving down the street, right? And I'm having a good old time uh, going, trying to find a restaurant that I wanted to eat at for a while. It's a food truck, and it was not where it said it was going to be today. So I was disappointed. Anyway, as I'm driving, I'm listening to ESPN. Was it off the hook? That one is never where it says it's going to be. No, but absolutely. I, I, I want that on a Friday at some point because I... I, though I'm not Catholic, though I, I, I'm not held to any religious beliefs on food, um, I deeply desire fish for some reason on Fridays because that's the days that are I, I I will tell you this much. I am not a fish eater. I don't like fish. I never have. It's partially texture, partially flavor, all of this stuff, whatever. Uh, that off-the-hook food truck, if you are in the Nebraska area, it travels multiple states. It's not just yeah, Nebraska. It's the, well, they have multiple trucks. They have they also, three yeah. or four trucks. Yeah. But it's it's all over there. But if you ever get a chance, off-the-hook food truck, they sell probably the only fried fish I'll eat. So good. That good, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. I... I I also am a weirdo, and I like going to Long John Silver's for their chicken. So yeah, I, I that's what I. Uh, fun fact: I worked at Long John Silver's for a year when I was sixteen, um, I, I, in their kitchen making the food, 
and uh, I, I couldn't eat at Long John Silver's for like five years afterwards. But the only thing I'll eat there is their chicken and their shrimp. They have a, a kitchen? Is that is all fryers? Well, it's a te- technically they've got some baked stuff, but they still call it a kitchen, even though it's all fryers. My my job was ninety nine percent fry food. Yes, okay. there's four giant fry vats side by side. I, I don't understand the people who freak out over their crispy things. I'm just like it's it's a waste. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Anyway, I I think it's good, but I I wouldn't pay money for it. Some people so, do. As I'm traveling. Um, I'm listening to ESPNU and uh, Hugh, Brock Heward's um, radio shows on. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but on apparently on, on Tuesdays, they dedicate songs to teams and their play over the weekend. And I thought, what a fun thing to do with wrestlers. Um, obviously, we're not going to pay for licensing rights, so we will just name the songs uh, back and forth. Just kind of slinging it out and having the other person guess who we're thinking of, and then we'll we'll give our reason and they can give their reason. So if I were to give you ACDC's "Back in Black" and you said, "Well, you know, Seth Rollins dyed his hair back to completely black," that would be your reason, and I might give you something else. It's not going to be that cheesy though. It's probably going to get pretty. Uh, savage at some point, <laughs> I'm gonna guess. So, um, I'll let, uh, you getting the concept. I'm getting the concept, I'm just trying to. We can go back and forth for I don't know, let's uh, we got 13 minutes till, till our actual hours change. Uh, we're 15 minutes in. Um, what do you say, 20 minutes of this? Think you can handle it? Uh, whatever. I like I said, I'm still trying to think of my first one. So Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna pull up some uh WWE roster just that way I have have that ready and waiting. Um and so um I'm actually gonna start with um a, an Avenged Sevenfold song, not on the WWE roster, just so you know what I'm guessing, but you can do whatever you want to with this. An Avenged seven, Sevenfold song <coughs> called Nightmare. If you need to listen to it, you absolutely can, but I think you can probably figure out which wrestler I'm speaking of. Yup. Nightmare. So, that's your challenge. Are you listening to it or something right now? No. Um, I don't know Ben Sevenfold well enough to know the, the song. song. The song literally says, you're a fucking nightmare. That's the only part you'll really need of it to figure out what I'm talking about. Um, Not WWE. Start easy, man. Uh, you you think it's easy, but again, for someone who is not musically inclined, and not even musically, I I have a very very eclectic taste in music and everything. I just I don't know that song, and because of that, I don't know enough about it to say, hey, oh, that's definitely. Well, I was thinking of Cody Rhodes. 
just to make it nice and simple for you. See, I wanted to start off with something simple, and the title of the song is literally the nightmare Cody Rhodes. Not not Cody Rhodes. He doesn't. He's not. He didn't come into play for when they wrote the song. Co- Cody Rose. Rose. <laughs> Um, I guess see my 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 brain was thinking too metaphorical to, and you were going li- more literal with that. So that yeah, on, on that particular one, yes, I was making it nice and simple. I'm still trying to think of my first one, so I apologize for no, dead okay. air. But my yeah, this this is a challenge that I was not. Mentally prepared for. <laughs> um, because my brain jumps back and forth between trying to think of a song and then find a wrestler that it fits, or then think of a wrestler and try to think of a song that fits it. And well, it's, I, I can just challenge you to them, and then you can place whoever you want into that song. We'll just do random songs that, that you know, and you can place them. If that's the way you want to play it, I'm whatever. That way, that way we can get a different, different, different play on this. So, um, uh, I'm gonna go brick house. What do you think of brick house? Who's the immediate wrestler you think of? She's a brick. Jane Cargill. Oh, well played. Go on. I want to hear. She's a brick house. I mean, I I don't think I need to elaborate on that. She's wow. mighty, mighty. Let it <laughs> hang out. Um, she she is the size of a house, and I mean that just from a from a musk. Don't yes, come a, kill me, Jade. A stacked size. Oh, um, I like yeah. it. I like it. My brain was actually on Raquel Gonzalez when I said that. So, but I'm also being. Per- Probably for similar reasons. Yeah, very large, very powerful. Um, uh, Purple Rain. Purple Rain, Purple Rain. I have, I, I, the old, literally the only wrestler that came up, uh, is. Velveteen Dream, and I don't want That's, to say that because that I mean it, it's acceptable. The, the, I was actually going with uh, a different Prince, Prince Balor. Yeah. So I understand it either way. I do. So, um, I'm gonna go with one. I don't have a wrestler for yet, so I'm also gonna be looking at wrestlers trying to make this work. Um, I'm gonna go with Devil Went Down to Georgia. The one down to Georgia is looking for a soul to steal. I actually have my person. I just got my person. Ray? That's a good one. I like that. Mine was Paul Heyman. That would work. I mean, it it would work for the same reason that uh, James Mitchell would work, really. Yeah. From the there, the devil. Yeah, I don't know. They, for me, Bray Wyndham. They'll ally with anybody. Um, 
trying to think. I, I just want I want the song to come to me, and then I want to have to place a wrestler. So um, we're gonna go uh, fuck your uncle or fuck you, fuck you in the face, uncle fucker, uncle fucker. Just pick anybody, man. <laughs> The, it's going to be really weird, but Chucky e. T was the first name that came to mind. <laughs> okay. Give me more. Why? I, like I said, why. I don't know. It's just like literally I heard that and I was like, Chucky e. T. I mean, I think he, he kind of fits it comedically. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be great if I could think of a Canadian wrestler because, you know, uh, Terrence and Phillip are from Canada. <laughs> Edge. Edge is a motherfucker. <laughs> but Ed doesn't fit it from that reason. No, no, other than that he's from Canada. Yeah. Um Ethan Page. No, not really. Not particularly. Not particularly. Yeah. Well, I think it's gonna have to be Chucky e. T. Even though he's a Kentucky gentleman. Can, can I can I limit one one wrestler out of it if I name a song like if I gave you cult of personality, but you can't do CM Punk. I mean, it, this is your game, your rules. It's like, yeah, you well, can do I'm that. Just, I I'm don't... just throwing stuff out, seeing if we can have some fun with this. I thought yeah. it sounded fun, um, yeah. but you're boring sometimes if you're not prepared for stuff like this. So it's, it's, it's I'm no, it's, it's, yeah, you got my mind going a thousand miles a minute in one direction <laughs> and another direction. But my, again, my, my point is, it's your game, it's your rules. If you want to, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's cult of personality, personality without it being CM Punk. Um, you know that. So it might seem really weird for me to say it here, but John Cena. I actually, that's exactly who I thought of. Yeah. Um, and it, it sounds a little weird saying that, considering, you know, the whole origins the of the, yeah. uh, the rivalry and them using that for when he came back and yada, yada, yada. But but in reality, in many ways, John Cena is was a cult of personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, if CM Punk is the Mussolini part of the song, then John Cena is the John F. Kennedy part of the song. Mm-hmm. But or vice versa, you can do it either mm-hmm. way. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely makes sense. Um, really, really big open door on this one for however you want to do it. Um, are you familiar with baby metal? A bit, okay. Baby metal, fair enough. Baby metal, any, any song by baby metal, you can just pick one. Well, I mean, the one I know the best is the Give Me Chocolate. Yes, it's the best known one. That's their big single. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, off off topic. Apparently, they're releasing one final album and then maybe retiring this year. They made an announcement. Really? They the announcement was really vague as to whether or not they were retiring, but it was something along the lines of the baby metal experience is is almost over or something. So there might be changing. I don't know. But. Okay. That's off topic entirely. Um, Mark Henry. Give me more. I got to know. <laughs> well, I mean, 
it, but my my brain just goes to chocolate and then thinks of sexual chocolate. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and and says, you know what? That could have been his backup song. Second. I I was all about the transitioning Bailey. Bailey's in her transition from the hugger to Bailey now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where my brain was with it. After I said it, I didn't know beforehand. So um all right. I I uh I'm gonna go a little more classic on the on the hard rock or the rock category. Um and so I'm gonna choose some stuff that, that a lot of our listeners may or may not know. Um, but I'm actually gonna go. The next song is Welcome to the Jungle. And I feel like it's an easy cop out to go with Jungle Boy, but I don't think you will. No, I won't. Because the thing is, Welcome to the Jungle kind of has to go to a heel, really. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Nick fucking Gage. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> perfect. <laughs> You're gonna die. Yeah. Any in fact now I have difficulty looking at the other Roth at any other wrestlers and going, that works because that is that perfect of a fit. Yeah. Well played. All right. Um I'm gonna roll it back a little farther. I'm gonna go with um Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. I can sing it for you if you'd like. I mean, you do remember the other times they sang it to you, right? Well, I was asleep some of them, but... (laughs) You sleep so beautifully. <laughs> How many of our fans do you think vomit at the <laughs> thought of two large men like ourselves just, uh, what's up? <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, most of the time I wasn't supposed to know you were there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. None of the times were you supposed to know. Um, just I'm 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 at sea because I'm like I don't I don't have a wrestler yet, so I'm still trying to think. It, it's going to be a tag team, and it's a tag team that I don't know if they ever really, really tag teamed. But uh, <laughs> but you're uh, making them a tag team. But Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's really solid. That's really good. Wow. Yeah. I, again, I don't know that I can beat that. As a whole. <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, beat, beat that, um, let's go and beat it. Sorry, I have no Michael at all. I got my person for that one. 
Well, I've got a, a a wrestler that came to my mind, but he is no longer with us. That's fine. Test? Uh, no. Well, macho Man. Because it literally says Macho Man in the song. Be a Macho Man? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Mine was CM Punk um, for the Straight Edge lifestyle. The song's about getting out of the nasties. It's also about not being part of the gang life, so I suppose... I didn't know they were. But that's where, where my brain went. Um, I'm going to go with another romance song. I'm going to go with another un-romance song. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. You were young enough that you do this song, regardless of whether or not it's your style of music. Young enough? I had... The worst thing for Tony Braxton when that song came out. That tells you about it. Oh. That dress that she has, and, and it's not like revealing the, where her. No. Her there was also a scene she was, in, she was in kind of a, a cat suit standing on, like, I'd say cat suit meaning like a tight bodysuit. Spandex. All uh, spandex. Um. And I'm gonna go off off on a total tangent there. I'm thinking about Tony Braxton now. Um, <laughs> Unbreak my heart, say you love me again. Um, It's going to be Jay Uso's singles run song after he's betrayed by his brother and the tribal chief when he goes on his face run, but he's a broken man. That is the worst theme ever. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it's a bad it's a bad wrestling theme one way or another. Let's Ooh, be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler instead of the scratch record scratch. <laughs> Just comes out to say Baron Corbin Wally was broke. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. All right. Um are we we're not a full 20 minutes now. We're close though. Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna break a rule and break the fourth wall uh, for the last song, just so you know. So um, I'm going to go with Saturday Night Fever. That's not the last song, by the way. Um... Trying to think here. The, 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 the problem is, uh, I I keep thinking of someone who actually used a very similar song. Uh, to it. No, um, 
Mike Awesome during his That 70s Guy. <laughs> and so my brain can't get past that. Um... Ivar on a singles run. That's what I want. I want that for Ivar on a singles run. It's not actually a wrestler, um, but that song is going to be Tony Khan's theme, but only when he moves uh, all pay-per-views back to Saturdays again, where they belong. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, three left. Next one is a song that in, in, every woman on the planet between the age of uh, really probably 25 and 45, maybe even 50, can quote at least one lyric to this song, and that's Ice Ice Baby. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new edition. Something grabs hold of me tightly. I, I, I just, know. sorry, I just had a, uh, uh, a, a revelation. Uh, Tony, the the outfit uh, from Tony Braxton was not from uh, Unbreak My Heart. It was from her "You're Making Me High" video. That's um, the one that stuck in. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, turn off the screen and answer the questions, Marks. I'm sorry, I'm I'm enthralled again. <laughs> um, she, she is still a total babe. I'm just yes. to yeah. this day. Yep. I would love to be a Braxton family value. I won't be, but I would I would love to be. So and Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. Um I'm gonna die laughing if you go retro on the wrestler. Cause it does not fit that wrestler, but the moniker is the only thing that would work with it. Well, at the moment, I wasn't thinking of going retro one way or another. Okay. So, um, I don't like this one. That's that's actually a pretty good look for that. I'll use that to answer that question. Otis. Because <laughs> he does the worm. Oh, the okay. Caterpillar. The caterpillar. I, I was going with Dakota Akai because she's done she's done her friends cold pretty often. Quite there was often. part of me that was thinking what we really need to do is find someone who. Uh, is basically fearless. Um, and the only name that came to my head was Darby Allen, but there's no way we put Darby Allen with Ice Ice Baby. So. No, 
Um, no, absolutely not. No, no I, like, I thought you were going to go with Dean Malenko or Glacier. And yeah. again, that something didn't fit either of them. And then I thought I, we could put it on Fuego del Sol as, a, as an irony. That would work. Because his name means fire. <laughs> his name means fire. All right. The second to last song is one of my favorites from my youth. It came out in 1988 um, to the Young Guns 2 soundtrack. It is Blaze of Glory. And I That's Darby Allen. Really? <laughs> that doesn't seem to fit. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't, but, but to me. I, I immediately was on a hangman page. That that fits man. that fits there. I the only reason I thought uh, Darby Allen is going down in a blaze of glory. That's the way he does. He, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll never back down. I'll never whatever. Call me young gun. Um, I would prefer Wanted Dead or Alive for Hangman though. Okay. Cause I'm a cowboy. On a steel horse, I ride. Cause I'm wanted, wanted, dead or alive. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Raw and Order Karaoke. JLB missed the wrong episode. He really loves doing karaoke. So yes, he's never going to hear me sing now. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he can go back and hear you sing. That's not a problem. All right, last one. I am predicting one of your favorite songs from 1991 uh, from a band I happen to know is your very favorite band. But I'm, I'm not guaranteed that this will be your favorite song on that album. But I'm going to say Even Flow. Yes. Even Flow. Um, you are correct. Not my favorite song on that album. But uh, one of the songs that I was actually trying to earlier think of a wrestler um, to go with. And one of the reasons I was having a problem with it is it sort of was already used. Kind of. Because uh, Raven's theme song in WCW was a direct ripoff of Even Flow. Yes. They just changed the chords a little bit. Yep. Uh, just, just this much. Um, but I thought Alive would be too easy and Jeremy would be weird. Yes. And the fans wouldn't know anybody anything else off of that album. It wouldn't it wouldn't be as popularly known off that album. So I went with Even Flow. Yeah. No, I mean I get it. Like I, I, like I said, there's uh Jeremy would be really weird as an entrance song. Yeah. That would be it's... entirely too creepy. So let's see. If I'm not using Raven for even flow, I have one. 
Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Here's the deal is for that particular song, it's going to have to be someone who at least starts off as a face because um, that's the song the crowd's going to sing along to. Yeah. And so. Um, I think I have one, and I think it's in WWE, but maybe soon not to be. Why is The Undertaker still listed on the active roster of WWE? Because they feel like they might need to pull him out every once in a while oh to God. pop a rating or That's a horrible decision. please the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. That's a horrible decision. Ooh, there's um, two. There's two I have here. You know, for some reason or other, Johnny Gargano jumps to my head. Okay. And I don't know why. I don't have a reason behind it. It just is the name that seems to jump to my head. The one that popped in my head as I was scrolling and stood out to me was Kevin Owens. I thought, okay, I see it. I see it. Very face, very unpredictable, very yeah, that works. The uh the second one that I said that I think may actually be better is Shayna Baszler. I think it would look great under Shayna Baszler is a song to describe her. So uh, just in my um, searching for the the proper gif of Tony Braxton in her cat suit, I come across a uh, a poll. Uh, Who is hotter in their prime, Tony Braxton or Mariah Carey? And I'm like, what? Well, it's fucking Tony Braxton. That's not even a contest, right? Is I, is that literally a debate amongst people? No, that shouldn't be a debate. Tony Braxton was hotter. Yeah, I think the I think the diva. That, that showed up in Mariah Carey, the excess diva uh, damaged her. I will also say, I think Liv Morgan would be good for Eden Club. Anyway. Maybe. So that challenge is over. I wanted to end on that song for you, so. Cool. Okay. I almost, I almost went with I almost went with Rico Suave in there, just so you know, but I thought it was too easy to go with Angel Garza um, or generic, good-looking Latino. You could have chosen any number of them. Sure, cut up. Because they're a very attractive uh, race. or uh, Is it race? Yeah. Um, culture. Anyway, moving forward, your turn. So mine was simply going to be based off of uh, the shit show that WWE has had of the Queen's Crown Tournament. And I, I was going to say, book it right. Start over. Yeah. I, I mean, so here's the deal. In, in the end, I said it before. I really don't actually have a problem with the winners, right? 
like. A lot of people are angry that they gave uh, Delina Vega the win over Tony Storm. I get it as long as they're working to a storyline for it. Yeah. The the problem and, and it doesn't have to be between the two of them. It could be a storyline mm-hmm. somewhere else. Yeah. The, the problem I have Mella is, versus Lena could make a storyline, I suppose. Yeah. The problem I have is simply all told between both shows, all four first round matches in the Queen's Crown tournament are just over eight minutes combined. Yeah. Um, Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb on last week's Dynamite went for, I think, 12 minutes. So they could have had one and a half Queen's Crown tournament first rounds <laughs> in the space of that one match. Yeah. And that was versus, this is a former world champion versus Serena Deeb, who's not like a bad wrestler, but. In, in terms of where she ranks in AEW, it's about where Liv Morgan's at right now. More or less, yeah. Most people are going, I'd like to see you succeed. I'd like to see more of you. I'd like to see I'd like to see some development. I'd like to see something coming out of this. Okay, that's great. Um, versus a former world. It, it, is, it really is the equivalent of Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Um, one was used to feature somebody, and the other one was used to Bury both of them? I mean, is that really what they're trying to do, is bury the women's division by not featuring anything about it? I, I Like I said, I just don't get it, because they're, they're, all, they're all talking. They're pitching it all up. Historic, first time ever, Queen's Crown Tournament. The women get the same treatment that the men's, men do. Really? Do, do they? Do they? Answer me that. Do they? Then you better give me a thirty-five minute pay-per-view or man a match and at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Just light me up, make me go. Oh my gosh, why isn't yeah. there a timeline? This is so good, but I can't watch any more brutality. Mm-hmm. Now, there's only one of the matches that I kind of, I kind of agree with it being super short. Um, and that was Shayna Baszler beating uh, Dana Brooke in like a minute thirty. That might, have been, that might have been a little slow. Yeah, but right. but that's that's literally it. It simply comes down to their their booking of Serena, or not Serena, uh, of Shayna right now as this monster heel sort of character. But I mean, come on, Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Both of them are talented enough. You could have given that a six minute match. Easily four, yeah, four I'm not, minutes. I'm not asking you to go to go four times as long. I'm asking you to double the length. Yeah, just do something. But um, and and we didn't really see much in, in the way of flipty dudes from from Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega, who is very capable of doing those types of things. So. But yeah. Now I also want to point out that in the same same episode that they gave, it was a minute twenty five. Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke. They gave Xavier Woods versus Ricochet almost eleven minutes, and Jinder versus Kofi almost nine minutes. 
the longest of the Queen's Crown matches was Dewdrop versus Natalia that went for just under three minutes. Dewdrop won that, right? Yes. Where are they going with this? I'm not even sure I really know. Like... I, I mean, it's got to be Baszler winning it, right? Because Baszler does not lose to Zelina Vega or Carmella. Uh, well, that's the, the, it's going to be a I mean, Baszler the, versus the, Dewdrop yeah, in the, the, in winner the semifinal of, of the semis mm-hmm. for SmackDown wins it. Yeah, well, or for Raw. Sorry, for Raw. The thing is, I. I kind of think they're they're leaning towards Dewdrop beating Shayna. So Dewdrop Carmella? Probably. I mean, at least then it's it's another pretty oh god, please don't do this. Chubby girl versus pretty girl again. A person whose character is pretty girl. This is Vince we're talking about. Oh, for fuck's sake. So where would I go with it? Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and book this. I'm gonna leave the same characters in, same wrestlers in. Um, I'm gonna build some feuds out of this. I probably do go ahead and have Zelina Vega win the first round match. Um, not again. I'm not saying that, that it was Tony Storm she faced. Correct. <laughs> not saying that Tony Storm. I think that's a really good opportunity for Tony Storm to say, you know, run a backstage vignette. I really have to step up my game. These girls are better than I've ever faced before. You know, that type of thing. Um, In the other one, I have Liv Morgan uh, beat Carmella because Carmella can take the loss. She's a two-time Money in the Bank winner. She'll get the title again. It's not a big deal. Carmella can take the loss. The, the, The piece that Liv Morgan provides you in a longer match is, number one, somebody who can take the loss to Zelina Vega, but she said, you know, you get some of these vignettes of, I thought I was headed the right direction, and and she, I'm going to work harder. And uh, Zelina Vega gives you the ability to surprise, to hit with a surprise. You know, that Poison Rana she runs is really, really good. Like I, I know that it takes more out of the out of the rest the wrestler that she's performing it to, but. We don't see Poison Ranas in WWE. And if she were to hit a Poison Rana or even a, a Hurricane Rana in the women's match, properly done, because the only time we've ever seen a Hurricane Rana is the Kelly Kelly one where she spins for like 19 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't get to see it very often. Yeah, badly. Um, badly, very badly. And so that would allow for that to happen. And I think Liv Morgan could carry, you know, the, the bumps in those matches. Um, so that that ends with Zelina Vega getting a win. I think the story you tell that comes through that from the other side is uh, if Shayna Baszler makes it all the way to the end, I'm gonna actually tell you who I have winning this. I actually have Zelina Vega getting the upper hand in the build towards it because she's faster, it's not a style that that uh Baszler has has had to face very often, and so it, it's it's what we think might end up being Baszler's weak spot. 
um, small, fast, agile, just a very, very different setup. Um, so we, the build has that. I still think Baszler wins because I want the Baszler. I'm the real queen. I'm the queen of spades. I'm the queen of the ring where I'm the, the what's the name of it again? The queen. Queen's, queen's crown. crown. I hold the queen's, queen's crown, and then we get a decent feud for Charlotte that isn't about a fucking title, and we can actually see Baszler and Charlotte shine. And I think that they would be really good about it. I really do. Um, I also think you can build faction warfare so you could have a real um, feud uh, for for uh, oh my gosh, what is it? The, the Survivor Series. For Survivor Series. You continue to have the two of them build. They can eliminate each other in in uh, the Royal Rumble. Like, literally knock each other out. Um then you've got an elimination chamber. Baszler can eliminate Charlotte there, but Charlotte gets her title shot at the next one. You know, all of that can build all the way through WrestleMania for non-title stuff. Allowing other people to be featured in the title picture and picked up. On the other side, on the SmackDown side, we had Dewdrop versus um, Natty. I have Dewdrop win that again. Natty can take a loss. It doesn't hurt anything. I probably run that a little longer than it was. Well, I run all of these longer than they were, I'll be honest. Um, I have Dewdrop Power out of the Sharpshooter in that match, um, showing some, some of her power. Uh, Baszler obviously still wins her match. Uh, Baszler obviously still beats Dewdrop if I have her in the finals. Um, but I think there's a I think we see the the sportsmanship side of Baszler. Um, at the end of that, and she goes, you were a challenge, and, and I respect you because you're not these other, and hell, she can even say bimbos. Like, I know that that's supposed to be a really terrible thing to call somebody, but whatever. She can say, you're not these other bimbos or whatever. And then that builds to to the end. It also um, allows us to feature Dewdrop. Shit, maybe get rid of the fucking name. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. That's that's how I, I built it. But the in, in eventuality I want to feature up and comers. I think I think most people would look at me and tell me I'm crazy for Zelina Vega being in the finals. But I think Zelina Vega can carry a oh my god, she's gonna beat Shayna Baszler match. I think that's the best surprise. Um, and then Baszler still catches her and wins. You know? Like, I don't know. Everybody's going to root for Baszler versus Carmella. If you have Zelina Vega versus Baszler, you're going to get some torn audiences who really who, who are going back. Yes! Yeah! Oh, shit. Yes! Ah. You know, kind of like when I was watching Iowa versus Penn State Saturday. I didn't really care. I just wanted to watch a really good football game. And I did. So that's where I go with it. There, gave it to you. How do I do? Better than WWE. <laughs> I, I, while you were doing that, I did the math here. Like I said, all told, I think redoing the math, eight, about eight minutes, uh, eight and a half minutes of total women's matches. 
Ooh. Approximately. Exhausting. 40 minutes of total men's matches. 40. Five? Well, that's because men are five times as valuable to Vince as women are. Yeah, apparently. Yep. Wait, is it going to be a broad panties match? That can last longer. People will stay around for that shit. Eight. Eight minutes, huh? Yeah. Eight minutes. Well, we're not going to fix it by talking about it two episodes in a row. I know you really want to beat this dead horse. I I really the problem don't. is it is still kicking. It is always yeah. kicking. I, I I really don't really want to beat this dead horse anymore. I don't. But you want to you want to quit watching? But you do want to beat that dead horse? No, that's actually not the tab I wanted to share. <laughs> I mean, it it what? uh. It's the it's the image I want to share. I just wanted to share one that's a bigger version. I'm telling you, how how could when did that song come out? Ninety six ish. Ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere there. Yeah. So eighteen year old me. Yep. Yes, please. She looks a little bit like a black Elvira there with the cleavage all out and. That well, bring up Elvira. Yes, please. Also, um, she's got to be like 70 now. She is like uh, 60, 56, something like that. But then again, neither of us would reject Cher, and she's not the most attractive 70 year old woman on the planet. Uh, I mean, you would because you're married. I would have uh, rejected. Share after about 10 years ago. Since since about 10 years ago. Do you believe in love after death? Do you she's been dead for 10 years? Seventy, you're right. Elvira is seventy. And popping out. Still. Also, just so you know, Cher is still alive. I know. She's 75, but, you know. Yes. On professional long-term resuscitation to keep her looking yeah. 50. But, but I... Late 90s would have been the last time that Cher would have been anywhere near my lists. Oh, so when she was in her 50s. Yeah, I would, I would have been fine with that. <laughs> Not your list of five. She's not anywhere. Oh, no. She's nowhere near my 3B5 list. No. 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 And we we won't be doing that on this show. The 3B5 list that I definitely do not have. I'm I'm sure Mrs. Smarks appreciates that you don't have that laminated. Yes. I definitely do not have a 3B5 list at all. Not No, sorry. Not me. No. 
But and most definitely there isn't a female wrestler on there. Definitely not. Well, surprisingly, there definitely is not one. No. <laughs> it definitely does not include uh Natalie Portman and Zoe Deschanel. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, no. No. Not at all. Not at all. But anyways, we will go ahead and move on to <laughs> Uh, AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact, the lovely game where we challenge each other with three current WWE wrestlers that need to be relocated to one of the other um, better companies. Yeah, I said it better. Um, <laughs> any yep. better company. We can just do, you know, as long as there's three different ones, mm-hmm. you can send them to AAA if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just speaking of on a tangent, uh, Adam Scher, formerly known as Braun Strowman, has in an interview claimed that he's uh, been in touch with uh, all the three-letter companies, right? Obviously referring to AEW, you know, Ring of Honor, so on and so forth, right? Obviously not Impact then, huh? Um, But yeah, I I, I mean, I want to point out that most wrestling companies have three letters. NJP? Yeah. Well, technically they do NJPW, so... They're a four-letter oh. company, Ooh, but okay. uh, CZW, GCW, the, the, the list goes on. But I also point out, I mean, maybe he's just going to be on the next Fox News show, because Fox is a three-letter company. So All of them, ever. Oh, CNC, yes, what, yeah, he's going to be on the next yes. season of Survivor. <laughs> Actually, I'd probably tune in for that. Braun Strowman. I'm guessing he'd get voted off. Probably. He probably would have a hard time getting along with his his fellow contestants long enough to make it through. So, the the challenge for you, uh, the three wrestlers... We're going to go ahead and use three that we just got done talking about. We're going to say Tony Storm, Shayna Baszler, and Dewdrop. I was actually going to pre preface that and tell you not to say that fucking name, but okay, I suppose we'll stick with Dewdrop. I mean, um, you can, when she goes, she'll have to change her name anyways. So, yeah. So, but. Viper Piper Niven. Um, Shayna Baszler, I think, is is the obvious choice to AEW. I think it just, I, I think there's more fan, uh, there's more uh, pop to her than the other two. I'm not saying in the long run, I think, I think, uh, Piper Niven has the bigger upside. Um, and Tony Storm probably has the bigger upside. Um, but I think for immediate impact, um, Shayna Baszler just really stands out. So I'm going to take her to AEW. Um, Tony Storm to impact. Um, that is, that is probably the number three women's division in wrestling. Uh, unfortunately, WWE still is the is the most talented women's division. They are the worst used women's division, but they are still the most talented women's division. 
Um, but I, I think AEW has passed up Impact in terms of being a talent, more talented women's division right now. So mark my words. You can say it on the calendar, um, October 12th. Um, and that means I'm putting Dewdrop to ROH um, probably pretty unjustly. I really think all three of those could go to AEW pretty easily. Yeah. I think, I think they could fit that that division, that very growing, very talented, better every week division. And they're better every week because they get more than two minutes to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we can talk until our eyes turn brown about um, whether there should be more than one women's match on any given Dynamite or Rampage. And I, I there's not room stuff. for it on Rampage. I think there's room for a well, tag, women's or men's. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's room yeah. for a a singles men and a singles women. Rampage usually has three matches, so yeah. Yep. Um, but because I they fine. give them more than ten minutes. Uh-huh. But that's my point. Is we can talk all about that, but in the end, the the number of matches is not important as important as the timetable. We right. saw that when we were back when we used to compare um, the WWE, uh, the Raw versus uh, uh, WCW. Mm-hmm. As we progressed past 98 into 99 and 2000, WCW was constantly putting on more matches. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Um, but they were lower value matches. Um, and, and WWE didn't cut back on vignettes by any means. Uh, WCW didn't cut back on vignettes. They were just shorter, crappier matches at WCW. As booked by Mr. Russo. Or yeah, WCW, sorry. You here to see WCW? Yeah, that's 96, but that's not 98. You you here to see the new world order. Another one for the good guys. More for the good guys. How would you do those three? Um, surprisingly, I out of those three, I really almost feel that Tony Storm might be the one to go to AEW. It's not a bad move. Um, and there's more long-term upside there. And I love Shayna Baszler, right? But I could imagine Shayna Baszler going to Ring of Honor and just tearing through the Ring of Honor, and bringing a lot of legitimacy to the Ring of Honor Women's Division. Yeah. Um, and and Viper, Piper Niven could go to Impact pretty easily and uh, have a really big impact, pun intended, pun always intended. Yes. Um, but that's probably yeah. how I would do them. Can't blame you. So um, I'm going to do something we don't typically do, and I'm going to actually pull up a roster that I noticed there was a bunch of names that made me go, hmm. So we're going to have some fun with WWE's roster. Okay. Well, we roster. And I'm going to look at names I know we haven't done this before. So, we are going to move. Um, I 
don't think we've ever talked about Angel Garza. So we're going to move Angel Garza. We're going to move, I don't think we've talked Austin Theory, so we're going to move Austin Theory. And I'm going to, I'm going to try and stay out of NXT. So um, this is main roster that we've never talked about before. Real quick, if you're looking at the WWE roster, anybody who looks, look at Eddie Dennis and tell me that that is not a skinny Wade Barrett. And we are going to move. I don't want to cheat and just go straight for Umberto. It's too easy. Have we ever talked Jackson Riker on this? No. That's what yes. I know we have. Jackson Riker. So, Jackson Riker, Angel Garza, and Austin Theory. We may have talked Austin Theory, but it wouldn't have been very many times. I think we've said Angel Garza at least once, but... Uh... That's neither here nor there. These are very rarely used. Yeah. Mostly because they're very rarely used by WWE. Um, hey, Kayla. Sorry. I... I can already tell you Jackson Riker is going to Ring of Honor. <laughs> that We'll get that out of the way there. I felt like, I felt like that was a done deal already. Yes. Um, the tougher one is uh, Garza and um, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Because I think, I think Garza is the more polished candidate right now currently um but i do think austin theory might have the bigger upside long term so i think i'm gonna go austin theory to aew and garza to impact fair enough i actually would have disagreed with you on that one but I don't think I had to take Jackson Riker to AEW. I do think Jackson Riker would have made a really good um, Wardlow, Jack Swagger, uh, not Jack Swagger, um, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Bodyguard style guy to learn under people. But I'd have probably gone Garza to AEW. Like I said, it, it goes back and forth in my head. Um, I think Austin Theory would benefit greatly by some time in ROH. Significantly. And so Jackson Riker can fit into the land, land of monsters. That works for me. Yeah, like I said, for me, I, I just went back and forth. I, I do not disagree with Garza in AEW. Uh, 
But you disagree with him being somebody's bodyguard. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I do. But you're <laughs> right. Anyway. I just, like I said, it was a coin flip to me, Garza or Austin Theory. And from from a long-term standpoint, I see Theory being bigger. Theory having the bigger upside, yes. Um, I don't know. I'd love to watch me some Angel Garza versus uh, Jungle Boy. That would be fun. A lot of flippy dudes. Garza really, really plays the heel very, very well. Yeah. But I will counter that with an Austin Theory versus Ricky Starks. Yeah, I think I'm more excited about the other. That's okay. Now, now, one thing I think we both should be excited for. This is off. This is more in the WBU vein. But uh, Tony Khan announced today. Okay. So we've got a little bit of a Friday Night War going on this week. So no Dynamite on Wednesday this week. It is going to be on Saturday, right? But Rampage is still going to be on Friday. Uh, Rampage, of course, always Friday night in the time slot that immediately follows when SmackDown normally gets over. Of course, on a different channel. but, But so the concept originally was Let's try to get those SmackDown viewers to tune over to, to AEW, right? Whether it's been successful or not is not part of the discussion tonight. Uh, we can have that discussion elsewhere. But uh, it obviously is in Vince McMahon's head because he announced last week that this coming week they've got a 30-minute overrun this week. For they Smackdown. announced it? They announced it. It's going to be a supersized SmackDown with 30 more minutes. Overrun. Why don't they just do the overrun? Like, be entertaining enough because that you overrun and people because stay. They want people to plan on it. They want people to plan and they want people to talk about it and be like, what do they have planned for that extra 30 minutes? An extra 30 minutes. Oh my goodness. Um, so, of course, Tony Khan took to Twitter and immediately responded, right? Um, in Tony Khan's way. Uh, give me one second. I'll pull up the actual tweet. Pull it up. I'm doing it. Let me go back to. He's actually been fairly active. TK. Yeah. He said, I quoted, quoted, he quote, uh, I saw you're doing a half hour head to head with us. Can't wait to finally beat your main show head to head. It's been a long time coming. See you Friday for AEW Rampage on AEW on TNT. Uh, Now, do we really, do we really think Rampage is going to beat the head to head with? with SmackDown? Probably not, right? Rampage is getting about 600,000, 500,000 viewers. Uh, uh, SmackDown on Fox has been getting about 2 million, right? Um, 
But he's doing what a promoter does. Promoters promote. That's that's what they do, right? Um, however, he has uh, then gone out and uh, announced that um, they are now doing a buy-in show uh, on on YouTube for this week's rampage. So now, free on YouTube, half an hour before. No, an hour before. An hour before. So they they won up the 30-minute overrun by doing a one-hour pre-show on YouTube uh, that will feature at least two matches. One of them featuring Bobby Fish, a former WWE guy recently. The other one featuring featuring Brian Danielson. <laughs> um, and specifically, it's Bobby Fish versus Lee Moriarty, who recently signed a big independent rats or sign. And Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. For real. For real. We're getting Brian Danielson versus Suzuki free on YouTube. It it's almost like Tony Khan's entire pitch to Brian Danielson was I'll let you wrestle whoever you want to. Who are your dream opponents? I'll try to make it happen. Right? Okay, yeah, I want I want Kenny Omega. Done. Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. Done. Who you want next? Nick Jackson. Done. Uh, now that that's done, who do you want next? Um, give me Suzuki. We'll do that. Who do you want next? I think they should cut that match over live. They should open Rampage three minutes into that match or five minutes into that match, seven minutes into that match, whatever. The problem is they, they already had CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Uh, Jericho, uh, uh, Hager, and Sammy Guevara versus uh, Scorpio Sky Page and and uh, Dos Santos uh, already booked for for Rampage. They already had a stacked Rampage, so these are things thrown together last minute. I don't think they're going to have enough time to do, but <laughs> but if they can overrun by three minutes, like okay, fine. The last three minutes of the of the Daniel Bryan match run the first three minutes of the show of Rampage. And you just flat out have your announcer say it on the YouTube show and then I'm not saying they won't do that. I mean the the, the joy of the YouTube um setup is they can have overrun. The other piece uh, to the to the YouTube setup is people can watch it on their phone at the same time as SmackDown's running. Mm-hmm. And then you shut it off. Yeah. Join us on TNT. Yeah. For the now, thrilling conclusion of this. I, I I guarantee they don't do that. Guarantee. Because that the amount of heat they would get from the wrestling fandom for cutting off the end of it on their YouTube channel uh would be astronomical. And he is he is one hundred percent 
uh, positioning himself as the good guy promoter, the face promoter. And so he's not going to do anything to tarnish that particular image right now. Um, I guarantee you they don't do that. But if they can get enough people uh, watching that and seeing the ads for CM Punk versus um, Matt Seidel, you know, WWE fans watching it going, well, I remember CM Punk. I remember Matt Seidel. Didn't he wrestle as Evan Bourne? Right. Yeah, he'd have to cut his hair. He would. I, people will still recognize him. He's got the same face. He's got the same face. Baby face, baby face, baby face. Yeah. I mean, unless you're unless you're a uh, Superman person. Wait, where did Smarks go? Who are Smarks you? Oh, where's the Janet Gordon? Detective Smarks. I don't know where you went, but you're, there you're is a guy here. There's yeah. a guy here. He's right here. Uh, a nice little YouTube reference there. Um, College humor. But, Go look him up, guys. Yeah. Anyway, yep. College humor doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't? No. Their skits sure do. Well, I say they, they don't exist, but they technically kind of do. Uh, so the company that bought, there's a company that came in and bought College Humor. Okay. Right? Um, and then that company decided that College Humor wasn't uh, wasn't creating the content that they really wanted created anymore. Both, both from a profitability standpoint and from a political standpoint. Let's just say that um, the company that bought them had a lot more conservative values than the young com comedy writers that College Humor had bought. Uh, and so they decided to shutter it. Fire everyone. Close it. Right? Now, here's the thing. The exact same thing happened a few years ago to Cracked, right? A multinational corporation bought it. Multinational, multi-billion dollar corporation bought it that had conservative values and decided that Cracked no longer fit their thing and just fired everyone. Um, the difference was crack, uh, College Humor actually had a person... Uh, on their staff, and I'm trying to remember his name. He's still on, on it. I'm totally blanking on his name. Anyways, um, who had who had contacts, financial backing contacts, and he con got in touch with them, and he said, "Hey, hey, would you back me on the bid to buy the College Humor name back off of this corporation? Because the corporation bought it as part of." A bunch of other, you know, because College Humor was part of this conglomerate. And so they bought this conglomerate and said, oh, College Humor doesn't fit my needs. Mm, that shit can it. Uh, so. Um, so we bought it back. Yeah. So he was able to arrange to buy, buy it back. Uh, and and keep it running. So College Humor, as it used to exist does not exist anymore um yeah january 2020 
uh, Interactive Corp withdrew all of its funding and shut it down. Uh, but then, uh, Sam Wright, that's his name, uh, bought it. Then so it's still around. It's just not in the old way. Anyways, College Humor. Go to College Humor's YouTube and, and look up Batman. That's um, hilarious. They're great. So they still they still put out stuff now, and they... Uh, so um, you're telling me if I touch that red spot right there, <laughs> an explosion and I, I will take this moment to shout out uh, Brennan Lee Mullen who's one of the College Humor writers, who is um, fucking a gift to mankind and a national treasure. And if anyone besmirches his name, they have to answer to me. Um, he is hilarious. Oh, this interactive corpons ask. Ugh. Doesn't surprise me. Ask is just garbage as a search engine. They bought Angie's lists. Instapro dot dash. I don't even know what dot dash is. Twenty-five years, eleven public companies. Anyways. Well, that was a weird tangent to go off on. Uh yeah. go go watch college humor videos. They're okay uh yes, um but on that note i think we'll probably just wrap things up on this episode of we we really need to just do a spin-off show that's like um off duty stupid shit we talk about yeah the the raw and order off duty where this is our our one where we talk about shit that's not wrestling related so so we just take all of these parts and stick them on the off-duty segment. Anyway, that's something to talk about later. We will go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. You can follow us on the social medias. At Ron Order WBU is for me. Uh, DA Fabe is. At DA Vincent K. Fabe. Mm -hmm. I responded to a comment today. Oh, that reminds me. I, I do owe my retraction to, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. one Biggie Langston. I must have gotten up. I, well, I know I got up during his promo, but it wasn't for very long. But it was long enough to miss. Oh, Iowa City! Don't you dare be sour. Yeah. Yep. So, my mistake. I missed it. Or it was at a different time. Yeah. I don't think it was at a different time. But so, yes. So, uh, so if you're angry at DA Vincent K. Fabe, it's over there. Um, and you can yell at him for missing it and falsely accusing Big E of a crime. I was jacked when I watched it. I watched it like four times because it was such a <laughs> great promo. Um, but yeah. So yeah, you can also uh, support us. All the links to support us are in the doobly dude. We talked about our shirts earlier. We got all those shirt designs. That's a great way to support us there. Uh, but on top of it, you can support us on Patreon, or you can just support us by liking the video, giving it a thumbs up on YouTube, sharing it with your friends so other people watch it, sharing the audio version of the podcast on your social media, even just tweeting out a link to our YouTube channel or our, our Facebook page saying, hey, you know, 
Go follow this podcast. It's great. That's an easy and free way to support us. You can do all that there. All the links are in the doobly-doos for how to support us there. Uh, also going to be links to JLB stuff so you can go and tweet at him and say, hey, get back on that show and stop being a whore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, he's not a whore because he's going to work and all that. He's a whore because he's cheating on us with another podcast. Still. Yeah, he's all like, oh, I can't stay up so late to go to your show. Um, but, but I could be home and talking to this other one. But Thursday night at 7 Eastern, I could be on this podcast. Or you can sleep during that. Yeah, I'm not bitter about that kid. at all. But anyways, we will go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for listening. We will see you all soon. Bye.